Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. Today, we're talking with two partners in a CPA firm who have seen great success in the retention of employees due to their strong company culture. They're here to share with us some of the ways that they've achieved that. But first, let's hear from our show sponsors, JAK CPAs and Sunbelt Business Advisors. For business owners, it can be overwhelming to start planning a transition or exit strategy, but it's so important to avoid unwanted outcomes and unexpected tax bills. The CPAs at JAK, John A. Knudsen and Company, can guide you and help make sense of the numbers. Our firm was established over 90 years ago, and we've assisted countless companies with ownership transitions. Leaving your business is a process that takes time, so contact us today to discuss your situation. Visit our website at jakcpa.com. That's jakcpa.com. You wouldn't go deep-sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Hey, Poised for Exit listeners, let me tell you about an exciting new program that I produced for business owners called Business Transition Readiness Program. The Business Transition Readiness Program, or BTR for short, is an online, self-paced, cost-effective way for you, the business owner, to gain an understanding of what exit planning is, who's involved, and how to get started with the process. Learn more about this timely program now at poisedforexit.com. Use promo code BTR50 to receive $50 off your course registration. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with Kyla Hansen and Andy Knutson, partners at JAK CPAs, one of our esteemed show sponsors. Andy and Kyla, welcome to Poised for Exit. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, Julie. Absolutely. And I should say welcome back, right? Because both of you have been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, more than once, and always great content, great advice, great tips. And today is not going to be any different. So for those of you out there who are employers and you're trying to figure out and put your your arms around what culture is, um, today we're going to be talking about the tactics of how to build a really great culture with some people that have kind of figured it out. Um, We're just going to dive right into this, okay, because I know that this is one of your differentiators as a firm. And I'd have to say that for an accounting firm to have this as a differentiator is pretty significant. Um, It just is, right? Mm -hmm. So um, 
unemployment, um, or the yeah, the unemployment rate is really low right now in Minnesota as as of August. It was one point nine percent. So that means that pretty much everybody's working who wants to work. Mm-hmm. And you're out there trying to dig in, you know, the playing field of who's already out there, who's already employed, and how can I find them to come and work for our company? So, Andy, I know that you're kind of in charge of that part of the business at the firm. Tell us about some of your hiring strategies. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the, the biggest things that we had to adjust to was just get in this mode of always looking, always hiring. Uh, and Yeah. Thankfully, at a, at a size of firm, we are about 50 people. Um, we can spend the time to, to be in there. But traditionally, uh, accounting firms just all had a standard hiring practice. So mm-hmm. you'd get through the tax season. Accounting graduates were looking for jobs starting in, in May. You'd make job offers. You'd interview, make the job offer, and then everyone would start in October. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's just it's a constant look. Mm-hmm. And whether that's for experience or inexperienced preparers or, or staff members, you just got to be on the lookout. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that you really do have to be proactive. And it seems like still uh, employers are reactive. They have a job opening, somebody quits or retires, and then they have to fill the spot. So then they're behind the eight ball at that mm-hmm. point, right? Mm-hmm. And and so you're being proactive. You're always looking so then do you have um, regular engagement with uh, recruiting sources, um, schools, social media? Maybe what are some of the things that you're doing to keep that proactive stance? Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you know, online presence is always huge um, for recruiting. So there's always job openings available on the website. Um, we've tried to build relationships with some close colleges um, close by. So us being in, in St. Paul, we've got some relationships with Concordia, uh, working on relationships with Northwestern and, and Bethel, and also encouraging staff members, current staff members, to stay in touch with accounting departments from where they've been to. So Mankato, St. Cloud, um, it, you know, pretty much anywhere in North Dakota that uh, where they've come from. So we build on those. And, and then it's just... It, keeping staff even uh, in the loop on hiring as well. So mm-hmm. we're very open with our existing staff on who we're looking for, what we're looking for, and why. Making it clear we're not trying to replace them, but trying to make their jobs easier by bringing in more people to help out. And that way you get the whole firm on, an, on a recruiting bandwagon, much like you would do on looking for new clients. Well, now we're looking for, for new staff. So when staff go to continuing education training or golf events, they can always keep that pitch in mind to bring people with them for, bring them on board JK as a, as a new staff person. Well, and that would mean to me, I, you haven't said this, but I'm assuming that um, everyone who's out there doing these events has a pretty good picture um, of the vision of the firm and knows in their heart what the culture uh, really means to them, right? Like what, what your values are, um, why they work there, so that they can express that when they find somebody who they think would be a fit. Absolutely. You know, your best salespeople are the people that are happy to be where they are. Um, and we have mm-hmm. staff that have come from other firms. Um, we have staff that have just have only been with us, but you know, we're honest with ourselves. We know our staff are constantly getting recruited by other accounting firms. So, you know, we put a focus on uh, work-life balance as much as as possible, even during the tax season. Um, flexible schedules, uh, you know, just treating mm-hmm. people like professionals. Um, different in uh, different 
team building events we do, everything that can build a culture where people want to work for JAK. So with regard to um, keeping people, retaining, what are some of your tactics for retaining? Well, flexibility. I mean, everybody says that. And I think COVID really opened our eyes to how we can embrace technology more. Um, it's okay if we have a, a schedule tracker and people can put in there, I'm walking my dog, I'll be back in an hour and a half. And that's just fine. As long as you're taking care of your clients, mm -hmm. that's that's what we, what we need from them. So we can allow flexibility. That is awesome. So... I'm sure that there's other firms out there that actually use a schedule tracker, but it would seem that if everyone's on the up and up and you're being transparent about what you're really doing instead of trying to hide, you're working mm -hmm. from home and, you know, maybe you're acting like you're working, but you're really not working. Um, but I would think that it would be beneficial for everyone if, if, if I were given the opportunity to be able to go walk my dog or run to the store because I need something for dinner and, you know, take a longer lunch, but work later the next day or whatever. Um, that it would make me feel secure in being able to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing that I started seeing during COVID that I see as a positive um, is some people who had have kids want to work in the office during the day, go home, eat dinner with them, log back on. We're good with that as well if, if, if you are okay doing that. Mm -hmm. Just another way to put in the hours and still see your family. Yeah, for sure. So as far as, um, you know, having a voice, if I'm working for your firm and I've got some ideas that I want to share, how does that work? Yeah, so it, our firm overall just has an open door policy, meaning people can come talk to anybody they want to. There's no hierarchies. There's no, uh, you know, just because you're a partner doesn't mean you're untouchable for a brand new staff person to talk to. So um, they'll come chat with me or any of the partners and express either ideas, concerns, uh, frustrations. And I think the, the, the key is just being honest with them and reply. You know, don't try to sell them anything. Uh, sometimes I'm probably too open and forthcoming in, in my responses, but I just make sure everyone knows exactly where the firm is at, why a decision is made, mm -hmm. um, why it's a yes, why it's a no, why it's a maybe. And so if that's on, you know, hey, can I take this vacation uh, during, I got a, I got a um, master's event. We had this, this is a good story where one of our staff during tax season, um, his ticket got pulled. And so he got it, he was able to go to the master's golf event, but it, that comes in April. So an extremely busy time. E. And he came a little nervous said, hey, I entered the lottery. Uh, I got this. C can I go? Well, you know. That's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I wish it was me that was going, but it was him. Of course we said yes. Now there comes a responsibility with that, meaning you got to get your work done before and your work done after, but for sure go. So whenever those kinds of things pop up, we want to make it clear that people come just talk to us about it. We, I don't know that we've ever said no to unusual circumstances like that. We just make it work. And we also, as a part of our annual reviews within their self-evaluation, we ask, what do you like about the firm? What would you like changed? How is hybrid working for you? Just trying to get additional feedback. And then as a partner group, we review all those comments as well. Well, I think that the communication is key, isn't it? Especially mm -hmm. when people are working from home, because if there was one thing that I heard and have been hearing from, from clients and non-clients, um, having people work from home is really tough to continue that team cohesion. Um, mm -hmm. And so the communication is everything, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And mm -hmm. we're pretty fortunate that a lot of our staff are voluntarily coming into the office three, 
some people five days a week Mm -hmm. just because they enjoy coming in and working there. Wow. Isn't that great? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love to see that. Mm -hmm. For sure. I love that, um, that you're, that you're not untouchable. I I think that's a, that's a really interesting distinction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you might want to put that in your marketing. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. I like it. You know, we're okay with, um, I don't want to see it being poked fun of, but we do, um, for example, United Way event each year, and there's a competition usually between the partners that they have to do something, whoever loses. And one year I had to be in a dunk tank and let the staff throw balls and dunk me, you know, all for the charity. But I think those types of things help make us um, truly um, accessible. And, and that, that was message. a scary event. Kyla was in the dunk <laughs> tank, and we got one of our managers can throw a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. And, man, when, <laughs> when that ball hit that target, and it was loud. It was scary. Yeah. Kyla kind of <laughs> jumped and fell in the water at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully you had an armor or shield around you or something to <laughs> take your knee out, right? Oh, yeah, there was a cage. There yep. was a cage. <laughs> gosh, what you don't do, right, mm-hmm. for, for business? I remember, um, gosh, I think it was 2015 or 16. I'm not sure. Um, I ne- I've never made the same mistake, but um, at the time I had clients, law firm clients that that did a polar plunge every year for a fundraiser, and and I was part of the team. I we've been working together for a couple years, and they're just like, Julie, you got you got to do the polar plunge with us. I'm like, okay, I'll do the polar plunge. So everybody has to wear a costume. We're jumping into Forest Lake <laughs> in February. It was really cold, and I never got more sick in my life. Oh, no. It was really bad. That's no good. Yeah, remember Jesse Ventura. Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. For those of you old enough to remember who Jesse Ventura is and what his voice sounded like, um, it was worse than Jesse Ventura. Like, hello. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for like three weeks. It was insane. <laughs> so b- embracing technology, um, flexible time, flexible schedules, um, meeting people where they're at. Mm-hmm. How about that mentor program that you have? I love that because mm-hmm. that really fosters people following a career path, doesn't it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of our staff that come in get assigned a, a mentor. Most of them, you know, so you got your official mentor, but but because of the open door policy, most people find kind of an unofficial mentor that they enjoy talking with as well. Um, but that just helps grow the staff. So, so we're committed to growth. Um, we're committed to uh, our, our new staff coming in, getting their CPA certification. We've got some cost uh, reimbursements and, and mm. loans, and, and we pay for study time to make that happen. Uh, and then the mentorship helps as well. So just a, a safe zone to go ask questions to, but also get kind of that career guidance. Um, one of the things our firm is is unique on at our size is we don't have an audit or tax distinction right out of the gates. Any new staff coming in from college get to experience a little bit of both. Uh, and then later on in their career, two, three years, they start to decide where they want to specialize. The mentor is key for that. Uh, the open door, being able to talk with partners they're comfortable with is key for that so that we can kind of help share strengths and weaknesses that we see. Um, and, and we sit down at a table at, at a review, and when they talk about specializing, I would say that 98% of the time we're on the same page. It's pretty rare when someone wants to go in a, in a track that, that uh, you know, maybe the, the leadership team sees as, as a, I don't want to say the wrong track, but maybe a harder road to, for them to travel down. But, and we're open about that, too. If someone wants to try something that maybe is a little out of their strengths, but we're willing to work with them on a plan to make that happen. 
That's great. Yeah, just kind of getting giving them a little bit of autonomy. I think that everybody likes to have mm-hmm. a little bit of autonomy, right? We don't need uh, wide open plains um, because swimming in a lane is there's a lot of advantages to that, right? Um, that's really where the true freedom is is having some rules, but you know, giving people that kind of respect, I think, is really desirable, especially for people who are professionals and and can handle it. Absolutely. I'm sure you've got some stories that you can share, um, some examples that kind of exemplify or illustrate your practices. Sure. So, you know, I mentioned being flexible. We're, we're flexible in who we're hiring, too. If, For example, last year, leading up to tax season, we were looking for an intern. We didn't find that intern, but we found a 30-year person um, who was in public accounting just looking to work a little less. So we... we brought him on board. It worked great. Um, wasn't the intern, but it was more hours. You know, we can shift some work upstream versus downstream. Wow. Yeah. And he brought mm. some clients with him as well. And, and, uh, even a different skill set um, with some contract CFO type abilities with mm. him too. Mm-hmm. So it was, it, in a, in a way it, uh, it filled a spot for us, maybe not necessarily a spot we were looking for, but it, it worked out well and expanded some service offerings of the firm at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and he was coming from a firm where um, he had he had wanted to go fewer hours at the firm he was already at, and they said no. And mm-hmm. and so that's one of those flexibility options that, so not only did it cost them an employee, but it but it also cost them some clients too, which, you right. know, isn't ideal. Um, so I think you just got to be, going back to the initial, you're always hiring, but you're always being flexible in what you're looking for, too. If something comes across and doesn't fit in a box, maybe you got to change your box. That's, um, that's a mouthful right there. I think mm-hmm. that that's where, where a lot of us just get stuck because we can't shift a paradigm, mm-hmm. right? Yep. We just got this linear look for um, how things are supposed to be, and not being able to think outside that can really, um, you know, we can miss out on some opportunities. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you would have if you wouldn't have... Of you know, it, it sounds to me like he'd make a great candidate for a mentor someday too, or maybe he already yep. is. Yep, yep, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. You know, the other thing we we do when um, obviously we never want staff to leave, but when they do, um, we're we're pretty open about uh, transparency. Being if we think where they're going is a good fit for them, so almost even a little mentoring out the door, um, and and then open if we. Th- think that you know we want them back we, we make it clear it's not a closed door that they can they can give us a call and come back um, the best example I have of that is about you know, it was probably about four years ago one of our managers left to go into industry that it's a um, very common to for staff to leave public accounting and go to work for um, I- internal for a company um, it's it's still pretty rare in in our industry to bounce around between public accounting firms. Sure. So, well, this that this manager was going to work for a company, and um, we knew it was going to be a tricky role for him. So I was just very clear that hey, you know, if it doesn't work out, come back. Well, he left. I think he left in May, and the week of Christmas, so in December, I got a phone call wondering if we had a spot because it wasn't working out for him. He wanted to come back, and it was a heck of a Christmas present for me. <laughs> uh, we didn't want him to leave in the first place. So mm. um, stepped right back in. He In that situation, he didn't even miss a tax season. Um, so he was back in with some of his clients, some um, back in with some different clients. It kind of helped us create a little client shift in the office, which is good too. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was great. We're, we're, he's still here with us, and, and we're happy to have him. Yeah, and he's a great mentor to those that, mm-hmm. that are thinking about leaving that 
I hear a lot of them do go to him and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have him advocating for, well, you know, maybe it isn't always greener. The grass. No, it isn't always greener. We were talking about that before the show. Remember, I was telling you about um, my past jobs before I became an entrepreneur many, many, many years ago. And yeah, you know, jump ship on a couple of companies that I was with, and it seemed like it would be a better situation. But I just, I didn't, I was young, and I didn't have the patience to sit back and wait to make sure, mm-hmm. right, that what I perceived to be changes coming down the pike because of an acquisition were actually going to occur. And I think sure. that that happens out there right now, you know, in, in merger and acquisition situations. People don't wait to see mm-hmm before they make a decision, which is kind of another whole topic we'll have to cover sometime. <laughs> um, but suffice it to say, I think that uh, you're, you're a shining example for what a lot of companies could be doing to improve and grow their culture just by having that people focus. And you clearly do have a people focus. And it's not just your employees, it's your clients, but it's, it's both, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it isn't just like telling everybody internally that we have to focus on the clients, we're also focusing on each other, which mm-hmm. makes us much better at the work that we do and the services that we deliver, right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's all about the people, uh, especially now that uh, the people are the scarcest resource out there. And so um, when you can find a qualified person, you just want to make sure that, that you, you make the role fit. You know, make, we try to make the role fit them more than them fit the, fit the role, and I think you'll keep someone for a long time. Mm. So um, let's talk about, real quick, let's talk about the future. What, where do you guys see yourselves in 2023? What are some of your plans for, the f- for growth? So, um, you know, we've seen a lot of uh, opportunity with retirements in our industry. And so um, I, I would say that 50% of the prospect calls, maybe even more that I get, are because someone's CPA has retired. And that's whether it's businesses or individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just a lot of natural growth that way. Uh, I think some of the mentorship we've done with some of our our newer staff and and they've um, expanded their own network. So I see more and more where the the new clients aren't necessarily just coming from the partner group, but they're coming from um, the managers and the directors and and the the senior staff. Um, So I think that's a great, great thing for us as well. And other other than that, you know, it it just uh, we've built. A, a great networking resource out there and it, the clients are just kind of coming organically, which is, which is very fun to see, but mm-hmm. it's a circular equation. You get new clients and you got to get more staff. Yeah, it really is right. Chicken or the egg mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. Well, so um, this wasn't really part of our conversation earlier, but as we're talking about you, you know, um, you, you brought in this seasoned person and he's working out really well. And we're talking about CPAs and other people in the industry who are re- approaching retirement age. Does that mean that the door is open for additional people like that who may want to come in and would fit the culture, fit what you're looking for, um, you know, aside from millennials and, and yeah. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. S- seasonal staff are um, a tremendous resource mm-hmm. for a public accounting firm, you know, whether that's on the tax side or the audit side. And so, it, um, honestly, I've been able to use a, a few of those prospect calls to try to put feelers out f- to that retiring CPA. So, for example, actually next uh, next week, I've got a tax planning kind of handoff meeting where it's it's a it's a new client to me. Um, their existing CPA is finishing this year's work. 
Um, but he's made it clear then he's retiring after this year and may or may not want to do some seasonal stuff. And so I've, he's as much of a prospect for me as, as the client is that I'm getting. And mm. so we're, we're always using those introductions to, to see if there's an opportunity to bring in that retired retiring or, or just less houred individual to, to fill a spot at the firm. All right, everybody, you heard it. So lastly, before we wrap up, do you have a couple of tips, um, action items that you could share with other, with company owners out there who are, you know, trying to get this stuff off the ground? Sure. So, you know, with building culture, something we didn't touch on that that's what we do, and I think it's, it's good for companies to do, is ask the employees how they enjoy working with the clients. We have a ranking system, and if and we ask the employees to complete it, and if it is poor results, we at the partner group we talk about it and figure out what what do we do about this client to improve the score because the toll they're taking on employees is not worth it. Mm. So, in other words, if I'm a bad apple, I might end up <laughs> being kicked or, down the or road. Or we find a way to improve that score. <laughs> Either way, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know, being thoughtful about that. Um, yeah, I like that. You know, I think that that's really important because it's a two-way street in relationships like this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that surveys and polls are really, really important. So I think that's great that you're doing that. I would love to keep going. Um, we'll have to do this again. Of course we will. Absolutely. And for our listeners, um, you can always find all the episodes for Poised for Exit at poisedforexit.com. You can get a copy of my book. Um, you can connect with either Kyla or Andy from the website. We'll have it in the show notes, um, linking to their LinkedIn as well as their website. Kyla and Andy, thanks for joining us on the show today. We'll see you all again next time.